Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, hello, my name's Morgan, and this is Alfie, and welcome to our podcast, the inaugural episode, which is as yet unnamed. Hello, Alfie. Alright. Cool, excellent. Right, so today, <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to be talking about, like, prog and progressive music, and what is prog, and much more pertinently, our hot takes on what is not prog. More Morgan take, really. Mostly. Alfie's going to have some takes as well. I just, I have some takes here. But I'm going to chat a lot of shit about some bands, which is going to be really fun. So, uh, let's let's kick it off. <laughs> what constitutes progressive music? Alfie, what do you think? Um, are we turn to, So, are we talking in terms of progressive or progressive rock? Well, progressive rock, generally progressive music, like all of it, because prog metal also exists. I think what is prog? I don't think that you have to do something new for it to be prog. Like I don't think I don't think that you have to. Like if it's a a generalized thing, like oh yeah, we have electric guitar, we're prog rock. Um, then you're. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. As opposed to all the prog rock, all the rock music that doesn't have electric guitars. Well, on. yeah. So I don't think that you, rock. I don't think that no one on earth has ever had to have done it for it to be prog rock. But I think that it wouldn't be sort of the general consensus of rock. Okay, so anything that's like different to what's so-called normal rock. Possibly, yeah. I don't really know. Interesting. Uh, you've thought about this. I haven't. I hold the exact opposite opinion. I have quite strong feelings about this. Okay. I don't think you can do shit that's been done for 50 years and do the same things like, let's play in an odd time signature. We're going to use a funny seventh chord. No, see, I don't um, think... Yeah. And then funny say, seventh... I'm progressive. You're yeah, funny seventh... Because you... You wrote seven eight. Everyone's writes in seven eight. I write yeah, in I seven don't, eight. I don't think that's progressive. I'm talking about if someone. So what would you count as prog rock? Just well, this is the thing. I have a lot of bands that are supposedly prog rock. Um, like pretty much every Opeth album since uh, Watershed, that I wouldn't call prog rock at all, or Emerson, okay, so Lake name, and Palmer, which I don't think is prog rock because name, it doesn't do anything different. Name prog rock. Name a prog rock. Uh, King King Crimson. So, if if someone else did what they did, would you also call it prog rock? Well, no. That's the thing. And I don't mind calling something uh, like Pink Floyd, which has been done a lot since, prog rock, because at the time it was quite innovative. I also don't think Floyd were that innovative in terms of music, but in terms of their soundscaping and their, their treatment of production, they were definitely very, very prog. But, but then I, I don't got... think you can do what other people have done and call it prog. The whole point of prog is, is going into whole new places. If you sound like someone else, you're not prog. But then there's the problem, like, imagine you write something. Okay. And, and you're like, we've got it. We've achieved prog rock. And, and, and you think that this is prog rock, like the audience think it's prog rock. And then someone says, sorry, I actually did this four years ago it's the thing well, that you've then made not prog rock i see I, this is interesting because i'm not sure about that i think there is some flexibility within that i'm more offended about things that are very very derivative i mean look at look at like elp 
you know that just sounds like everything else at the time and there's a bunch of yes clones and pink floyd clones and genesis clones who just sounded the exact same and decided to call themselves progressive i think this is more of a problem in modern metal honestly there's a lot of bands like uh good bands like pliny and intervals who call themselves prog and they just sound the exact same as well do you count it as a problem i do i think it's bad i don't like it i think the idea of progressive music is being really badly diluted because back in the 70s you didn't call yourself a prog band you didn't say hey everyone let's make a prog band and we're gonna we're gonna be prog musicians you just said let's make a band you did something radically different like yes um and people said hey man this is really progressive we're gonna call you a prog rock band it was kind of earned because i think now people just they get together like two or three guys they record all the instruments in their bedrooms not a bad thing but you know that's quite often how it happens and they and they say we're a prog rock band we're, we're a prog band we're gonna do our little prog metal side project and they just assign themselves that while sounding a lot like other people and can being completely derivative which sucks Pointless. that makes that makes your argument a lot more clear yeah see i i have a big gripe with a lot of modern metal bands who do this and some of the the, the rock people like um and they're good bands. I don't mind them as, as bands. I think Opeth write great songs. I think Yes to Eartha had their moments. But, like, when you're so obviously just doing shit from the 70s and you call yourself a progressively-minded prog musician, that's pretty ridiculous. Do you want to become a prog rock band? <laughs> People seem to think, right, if you're writing in, like, 7-8, that suddenly you're prog. People say, oh, man, that's really proggy. I can't believe you wrote in 7-8. Oh, you used the major 7, sharp 11, sharp 5 chord. Wow, so progressive. People have been doing that forever, man. Like, you have to do something radical. Like, what if we did, like, a, a a serialist 70s rock riff and then, I don't know, play some classical guitar and sample okay. the French movie? Okay, so, well, that's interesting. So, wait, but if so, if anyone does anything new, even if it sounds absolute rubbish, would you call it prog rock? Yeah, just, well, prog generally, yeah, I'd call it progressive. It just might not be good. There's loads of stuff that's progressive, but horrible. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example now. <laughs> I think it's quite interesting, uh, but at least when you try something different and it's awful, I mean, think about Petals. I didn't think that was good, but it's relatively different. So it do borrows you like... heavily from other people, but it's relatively different. Do you like Genesis? I do like Genesis a bit, occasionally. Basically one album. Okay, so that basically went from, yeah, I like Genesis. Sometimes, actually, no. I only like one thing that they did, and that's okay, because I, really, I played it. I really like one album, it. though. Selling England by the Pound is a fantastic album. And I do think it's progressive. Do you think Firth is progressive? Yeah, definitely. Okay. It's um it's like a more it's like yes in the scope of things and the sort of ambition or like a really intense early Pink Floyd song like Alan's Psychedelic Breakfast. But it's way more classical, I think. I think they did have legitimately original ideas. You know anyone that listens to this, if they like wanna know what you're talking about for half the stuff. They're going to have so much homework to listen to. That's fair enough. I mean, that's kind of what I'm trying to do. Well, not so much, but... 
Yeah, I'm trying Absolutely. to educate if you. I don't, if I don't get any listenership, fair enough. I just want an excuse to talk about music, really. But surely you can just talk about music. That's what we're doing. We are. There you go. So, do you want to move on to point two? Uh, yes. Well, point two was who is prog, and we've sort of touched on that already. But Alfie, I don't think you so. Give me a very, very hot take. On who is? Say something radical. Or who isn't. I don't really care. Radical? Yeah, be right. like, yeah, the... man, The Clash, prog rock band. And I'll be like, interesting, explain why, and we'll discuss it. So does that have to actually be prog rock? Or am I just naming a band now? Well, Alfie. ELO, prog the, the point is, we are dissecting what can constitute prog and what really is prog we're questioning the boundaries okay. of prog so put, say anything you want dark um, for all i care count basie why the not? beatles that's an interesting take tell me why because i agree for the record because although you wouldn't think of them as a yeah prog rock because i think it came around more in the 70s like Usually. the term like 73 but, when yes we're doing their best shit yeah when England, uh, something England by the pound came out, but is that 73? I think so. It I want to check like 73. Out. It's got okay. the 73 sound, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, because I just don't think, although their like writing might not have been um hugely revolutionary, um, no one had ever done it and no one had ever conquered England and America. I just think their writing was revolutionary. I don't think that's... Yeah, it was 73. I'm not sure that's fair at all. It was 73. What did you say? I don't think it's fair at all to say that their writing wasn't revolutionary. Their writing was mental. Yeah, there was, there was, but there was also... Like, you can't say that all of it was. Absolutely not. But the fact okay. is, from 63, when they did um, I Want to Hold Your Hand, through to, like, 69, when they did the White Album... That's probably the most intense six years of artistic progression in music history. Oh, I, shit, yeah. is that a different album? No, I te- I agree. I How do, do you go agree. from I Want to Hold Your Hand to um, what's the funny seagull one? Uh, Tomorrow Never Knows or right. to Happiness is a Warm Gun. I mean, that's no, extreme. I, I, agree. I, I do agree that they did do some revolutionary stuff, but my point is that not everything was. You know, we should yeah, get Bradshaw on this. I don't think everything has to be for a band to be considered progressive. We should get Bradshaw on this for the record. That would be hilarious. That would be brilliant. But, we not, get every... a word in, but... not everything has to be progressive in a band's um I was about to say um, yeah, but I meant discography to be a prog band. I mean I wouldn't say every Pink Floyd album was breaking boundaries because it goddamn was not. So maybe we but... should say what band not what band is prog rock, but what bands have uh sort of Done prog rock. That's actually a very pertinent point. Because, like you say, I no one's ever gonna have, no one is ever have gonna do done something that no one has ever done. That's true. I think it's more about how you combine elements that other people have done in a way that haven't really been combined before. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, do you want to name someone, preferably that I'd know? Okay. I'm going to make a, a very radical point. Nirvana was a prog rock band. <laughs> I'm serious. 
in the shit show that was 80s rock music that wasn't fresh because fresh was awesome right but come on you've got like a whole decade of poison and extreme and people doing these power ballads that were all the exact same and guitar noodling that was so ridiculous and fast that it sucked but it was really speedy i mean you do idiots like cc deville who just don't even deserve to live he was so bad um just shredding mindlessly over these ridiculous overblown ballads and they they always had their sort of drugs kiddies song and that was bad and they like to talk about drinking and partying and they all kind of sound the same right in an environment like that of the 80s kind of come into the 90s yeah i suggest going close to your mic with something sorry with something so intense as like um bleach as an album it's like wow that's markedly different okay I understand what you mean, but it's it's a hard sell. I know it's a hard sell. I think as I'm thinking about like the you know the the basic Nevada song. Okay, are you thinking about the Bleach record? Because that's a visceral experience. So you genuinely believe? Do you think they're a prog band, or I think they've done they've progressive done prog things. stuff. I think they've done progressive things, but I don't okay. think any band is is purely progressive. I don't okay, think right. any band has ever done a discography that's moving forward every time. Everyone stagnates a little bit. Even the greatest of all time, King Crimson, uh, even Captain Beefheart, um, and he has one real stinker in his discography. But a lot of them do sound kind of similar. But I would say they 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 did a lot more progression than uh, people like Liquid Tension Experiment, who call themselves prog, and all they do is just this really fast, really technical music that isn't really doing anything markedly different than anyone else. They're just basic bit shredders, really. I definitely agree more now when you say, like... So we're definitely saying that... So what percentage of their stuff has to be prog for them to be like yeah you did something prog i think it only has to be one thing one album and you could really. say that was a progressive thing surely one album well one album it depends how many albums you did some people did one album okay oh i've got one go on hit me up zappa that's completely undebatable that's absolutely correct okay frank zappa is Every single album, well, no, no, a lot of them are terrible, but most of them are at least good. Do you think Some of them are amazing? He was the most prog man ever. Yeah, I'm sold. Really? Between him and Captain Beefheart, and maybe Lou Reed, because Metal Machine music, what an experience that is. That's mental. And I that's love very early things he did. Oh my god, it's actually insane how much he did. But I mean, Zap, right? He wrote um, early synclavier music. Jazz from Hell is is an insane album. It's phenomenal. Uh, he wrote a lot of orchestral music. The Yellow Shark's a great album. Is uh, he still alive? Dog Breath Variations. No, he died in 2006, I think. Very upsetting. Oh. Got cancer. But he was the greatest of all time, man. He he did his like stupid like butt rock that was actually quite funny. But I mean, like, yeah, that guy was insane. And he's the example I like to use when I like to bitch about people who play in odd meters and say that we play in odd meters, therefore we're progressive, right? In 1973, he released um, Joe's Garage, which is a three-part um, concept album. 
and it has a song called Keep It Greasy on it. So he's doing like all the prog hallmarks. And Keep It Greasy is in 1916, 2116, and 44. <laughs> and if you're, if the, he did that in 1973, if like 47 years later you're playing in 7 8 and saying, bro, look at me, I'm so progressive because I play in, uh, in 7 8, I use odd meters. I mean, that's just ridiculous to me, man. Like, you're not, yeah, I, I that's agree. not prog anymore because Zap did that so early. But I mean, yeah, the guy was a genius. His I think, work is great. Everything I actually great. think that the way music's gone has a way a big part to play in it. So in the old days, it was very, like, because I think there's a lot of very simple music now. So it's like kick drum, snare, kick drum, snare. Oh, come on, man. There was always simple music. No, but it's very much like the, the, um, the sort of the popular thing nowadays. I don't know if complex music's ever been popular. No, honestly. I'm no, no, no. But I think that it has taken a more simple tone, and 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 like it's a lot more. I'm not necessarily saying it's a bad thing, although it's not the greatest. But if you listen to stuff on the radio, it's not exactly like it. it I think it's definitely gotten more simple. I think what's happened is the complexity and the sort of element of craftsmanship has moved more into production. Yeah. Than Which means that the... when someone is doing something in 7-8, compared to everything else, it seems progressive. But it's not because that's, that stuff's like 50 years old in, in pop music. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying it is, but that it almost looks like it is because Interesting. of... Interesting. But I think people have been doing that since like the 70s and 80s, sitting around doing that. And, you know, all the, like, liquid tension experiments of the world have been doing that in the 90s and noughties. Yeah, I, I agree I that it is. a consistent thing. But, yeah. Like, they, like, people have been consistently playing in funny meters and then saying, wow, isn't this clever for forever. And, oh, I've um, got one. Go on. Gorillas. That is a hot take. That's a dramatically hotter take than the previous two, which were basically inarguably correct. Um, go on. I, I know, so I, I don't know if they are or aren't. Fascinating. Keep going. I can't... No, I don't think they are, but I think... Maybe they are... I think the way they present themselves is. Okay. What do you think? I don't know. I don't think they're doing anything wild musically. I do think the whole cartoon band presentation thing... Is quite innovative. I don't know that, if yeah, they that, I think that's where my mind went. I don't. Honestly. I don't know if they did that before or after Death Clock. That's the thing. Because that's great, also. But I don't know if that came later. It might have done. And that would that would make it a little bit less progressive. I think if you do something around the exact same time as someone else, and you both do it, it can still be progressive as long as you. Yeah, because time. you might not necessarily have heard it. Exactly. It's it's when you do it like ten years later, and it's like, come on, man, like, don't call yourself progressive. I mean, it might be a good song you've written. But I mean, you might you might not have heard of it. You might not have done, but it doesn't make you a proggy person. Yeah. Like um, the band Yester Urfa, right? They have they're really difficult because they have moments of staggering originality where they do stuff way more dissonant than Yes ever had the balls to write. Like really, really dissonant. But, like, most of their discography, their two albums, one live album and one EP, 
which are all entertaining enough, pretty good, sound exactly like Gentle Giant in some sections and sound exactly like Yes in other sections. And it's just frustrating because you just think, we're just doing the same shit that's already been done. You're just like clearly trying to to take the idea. Not a bad thing, but don't call it progressive, you know? Okay, give me another. So don't preferably want to know once more another album or band that you think is a hot take is or that is yeah. or isn't prog. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer were never prog. I don't think many people honestly disagree with that at this stage. There we go. I'm going to name some, some bands. Oh, and you're okay. going to tell me straight up. Yes or no? This is fun. ACDC? No. ABBA? Ooh. <laughs> no, but they are kind of the goat, so, you know. Billie Eilish? Yeah, a little bit. Sometimes. I think Bury a Friend is. I think she has significant ideas. Yeah. One of the things I like about Billie Eilish is the way that she doesn't... We um, should do an entire episode on Billie Eilish. We should, we should. That would be really fun, actually. So there's a lot of people... Um, people that actually listen, listen to, to like, the pop music of the last 20 years, maybe. All those sort of people that have been popular. Think like Adele, Gwen Stefani, Ariana Grande. All of them belt, and they sing super loud, and they sing oh, super high. I think, and, like, Mariah Carey's the perfect example, right? And I think a lot of people think you have to be very loud. loud high very good at belting massive range to be a virtuosic singer or to be a really and i i very much enjoy the fact that billy eilish doesn't feel a need to do that she sings quietly she does have a good range though low tessitura mostly i, I like that she she whispers over it exactly she's not doing the thing that everyone else does but I don't think we should, a good singer. if we're going to do an episode on it, I don't think we should talk about it now. Sure, sure, sure. But that's that's why I think Billie Eilish, yeah, she counts. Yeah, I think, and I definitely think Barry Friend. You've is. also got to remember, I mean, I, I, I only really know one of her songs well, because I played it for that, um, that oh, yeah, yeah. year 11 coursework. Yeah, 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 yeah. But man, it's a F major 7 sharp 11 chord, like a C major 7 chord for most of the yeah, the, yeah. It has this climbing F thing, and it's really clever. It's got, like, Pretty legit chords, and I know I, I think just it's went her and her brother sort of together. Yeah, it's the guy Phineas. He's, he's yeah, got Phineas. A lot of, um, he's I think he's got a lot of the the more progressive, interesting elements because he just writes clever chords. Um, anyway, keep going. The Black Keys. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? What was that? What? What? what are no. you about that? Well, no, I just don't think so. Okay, Coldplay. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I knew that I was going to be the answer to that one. But, I mean, not being progressive doesn't make you bad. I love loads of, like, Coldplay. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, Coldplay suck. No, I, I disagree. That's fair enough. I don't think, I think, with their most recent album, they've sort of gone back up. I really like... I've I really old. haven't vibed anything they've ever done, ever. That's not true. Okay, fine. You flown me a thing in the car once, and I quite liked it, but, you know, okay. that was alright. And then, like, I feel like The Scientist was probably halfway acceptable ballad the first three times. Uh, um, I've, I've got a triggering one here. Go on. Courtney Pine. No? <laughs> Not even a little bit. Courtney Pine is, um... He's kind of a nothing. 
I've, this is the first time I've thought about him in months. All he did on that damn album, right? Well, I mean, he did Say what album? like mixing. He did the 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 one we had to study. He did the. No, I'm just saying, like, hip hop and jazz thing. I don't remember what it's called, Alfie. Back in the day, that's the one. Okay, well, he did the whole mixing hip hop and jazz thing, and I kind of okay. I was kind of okay with uh in a state of mind, but all that has is what's it have like an eight oh eight. People have been doing. In fact, it doesn't even have an eight oh eight, but I don't think anyway. Eight oh eights and stuff and jazz for years. People have been doing hip hop and jazz for years. You know, um, I, I have. Go on then. Go on. Bowie. I'll halt my Courtney Pine rant, even though I could bloody go off about Courtney Pine for quite some time. Bowie. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yes, big yes, large yes. Um, do you like his voice? What David Bowie? Of course I do. Yeah. Lots I of people it... were like, "You can't sing." Yeah, well, people said that to Dylan, and Dylan couldn't sing, but I still kind of like Dylan's voice. No, I like man, it. there's so much I... substance in his records. I mean, like, um. Heroes has got Robert Fripp on it, for Christ's sake. Robert Fripp. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. Royal Blood. I don't think they're, they're progressive, but I do think they're good. Has anyone done that sort of bass guitar tone with drums? That's it. Yeah, but I can't think of any good examples. But they were mostly punk bands. I mean, you look at, like, Slaves are doing it recently, but they're a way newer band. But for sure, that's been a thing. So you don't think Opeth is? Any of it is? No. No, no, um, I think that old stuff is. But I have this rant, let me go off on one here, that people people always say Opeth were a death metal band, and then they were a prog band, and people are wrong, essentially. They're completely wrong. Opeth went from a death metal band that were extremely progressive because of their use of clever chords, jazz chords, folk music, like insanely clever stuff. Loads of it, loads of really long 10, 15 minute songs of clever structures, folk bits, jazz chords, lots of extensions, clever melodies, uh, brutal, brutal riffing, like some of the heaviest East Standard riffs ever, um, possibly with like Slowly We Rot by Obituary, which is the only other great East Standard death metal album I can think of off the top of my head. I love how I said around late '80s stuff was like uh, Necrocore, but and the first Slayer album actually. But yeah, man, that, they were they were so heavy. And let me go off my rant, Alfie. Fine. And they had all these things they were combining like beautifully, and that was progressive. That was very different until 2009, when they did their last progressive album, Watershed, which is sick. It's also the first album with uh, Frederick on it. But then after that, they just make 70s dad rock. And it's really good 70s dad rock. And I like a lot of their stuff from that era. And I, I own a few of those albums. And I think they're really good. And I enjoyed seeing them live and hearing them live. But I also just do think it is 70s dad rock. It's, it's just, still not progressive. Okay. Really derivative. I, I just find it funny that I said, oh, yeah, yes or no, or in the middle for each answer. Okay, okay, but you, you had to you had to chuck yeah, yeah. on a on a rant there. So yes for the early stuff, hard no for the late stuff. Dire straits. No. But they were pretty great. Duran <laughs> Duran. No. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. No. Yellow. Mm, not really. Some people will disagree with me, but Elton John. 
not particularly, no. Okay. Um, Metallica. Yes. Why? Because their first album was the heaviest, trashiest thing going, apart from Exodus, who still had Kirk Hammett. Just but then you can always say, oh yeah, you just turn up the gain a bit more and then you're... No, but this isn't a matter of turning up the gain. This is basically a matter of going from like Halloween to Metallica. It's basically inventing Thrash. I mean, Killer Mall's an amazing album. Okay. You created Thrash, good job. Everything after that, no. It all sounded like their like their contemporaries. But at the time, like when they did the first really great early Thrash album, it's like, ah, yes, okay. U two. Um no, but I don't know much U2 apart from the hits, so I really couldn't say much about them. But I would say no based on what I know. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nah. Great band, though. Um, give me a sec. Um, Foo Fighters. No, not at all. Although their predecessors, Nirvana, yes. Oh, Supertramp. That's an interesting one. I'm so not familiar enough with Supertramp that I honestly don't want to just chuck my opinion out there. Okay. But that's interesting. They've done some good stuff, though. Yeah, to be fair. I I only know a couple of songs, so. Uh, I can never say his name, but. Jean Michel Jean. I literally can't think of a song of his. Equinox. That's probably quite bad. Logic or whatever. No idea. Equinox, great Coltrane tune. Uh, Zeppelin. Oh yeah, sure. Only initially. Okay. Um. Wolf. No, not not even a little bit. Okay. Fleetwood Mac. No. Why? Okay. I'm gonna ask you some of these in a minute. It's probably a bit boring just listening to me say it, but um, I Jamiroquai. Oh, Jamiroquai is probably, but I don't know enough about Jamiroquai. Okay, I'll do I'll do one more. Okay, I'm not gonna talk about Fleetwood Mac, am I? Who? Kate Bush. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Genius. And also probably, arguably, in like the top 10 most creative musicians of the uh, 20th century. She was so good, man. Fair enough. Love Kate Bush. Uh, George Michael. Married the hell out of a 70s Kate Bush right now. Wow. What a lady. George Bush? Uh, Not George Bush. George George Michael. No, George Michael wasn't strong. George Michael was great, though. Anyway, let me ask you some. Make sure I know them. I'm obviously going to ask you bands you know. Um, yeah, right, classic. But I can't think of any good ones off the top of my head. Um, who would... My phone. You what? Oh, yeah, go on. Go through Go through your phone. That's what I just did. What have you... Uh, uh, not everything, but... All right, what have you last listened to? What was the last thing I listened to? Yeah, last few things you've listened to. I'll tell you in a sec. Hang on. Okay. Um, I listened to Tom Mish and Yusuf Davies. Now, that's interesting. Tom Mish, do you think he's progressive? 
Mm. No. Elaborate. I think there's elements of it, so. Yeah, but I don't think. It's, it's, I, I really like him. Yeah, me too. I mean, pro progressive isn't like a measure of good because something could be very, very different and unique and still be terrible. And something could be super derivative and be insanely fun, like, uh, I don't know, Cannibal Corpse. Great band. I just think if you, because you know, there's that group of them. Like, yeah. you've got um, all of their stuff. Like, so you, uh, East Half Days is the same. Alpha Mist sort of goes in there. Yeah. All kind of a bit. Um, like Neo Soul Revival type people, a little bit. Yeah. I don't think, I definitely think they all have their own little thing. And I really like it, but I don't know if it's prog. Do you think it is? Mm, no, I don't think so. I just think it's, I think Tom Mish is going more in that direction, especially than the other ones. I don't think the other ones get that, that honor. I, I think what kind of music? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was, that actual it, song, I think. No. The direction his new stuff is going in seems to be more. Yeah, more jammy. Yeah. It's it's less of just like a hey man neo soul revival. I'm wearing a flannel yeah. t-shirt and I play a Stratocaster. Let me play some tricky <laughs> ninth chords. It's like um, it's more interesting than that, which is cool. Yeah. I know what the answer is going to be, but Marika. I don't think Marika Hackman's progressive. No, but no. I do think she's excellent. What do you think? No, I I agree. Have you been listening to much of her stuff since we saw her? Yeah, because I have a lot actually. I would surprise myself. Oh, chic. Chic. <laughs> That's not what I was expecting. Uh, no. I think the only true, like, great progressive. Well, no, actually, I can think of two in the funk idiom, and I don't know if you can. Well, I'm sure there's more, but two off the top of my head in the funk idiom. I don't know if you'll agree with me. James Brown's. He kind of was the guy who symbolized the whole movement, started the whole thing. And Funkadelic because of the way they went so psychedelic. But I feel but, like P-Funk's P like this one big orb. Like, it's all kind of bleeds into each other, all the, the P-Funk records. So I don't know if I can even call Parliament and Funkadelic different groups. But I'd say Funkadelic because of the drugginess and, um, and James Brown because James Brown. I think Bernard Edwards, he really did sort of... The way he played the bass... Yeah, he had his own little um way he did it. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely think there is some of it. Yeah, but Bernie Worrell's the same man. Like Bernie Worrell's keys playing is like that. That was something different, I would say. What about Adele? Oh no, 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 no! She's just get, a singer songwriter. Get Bradshaw on that. No. She, yeah, she's a singer-songwriter, and eventually she got, like, a, a string section. Like, great, Elvis did that in the, in the 50s. Well, 60s, 70s, really, he got strings. But you know what I mean? Like, singer-songwriters and strings have been around forever. Yeah. Okay. Stevie Wonder. No, he was fabulous, though. I'll tell you what is kind of progressive. Um, He has the, the chord progression, the infamous chord progression from the chorus of Sir Duke. Where he, goes from, dun dun dun. he goes from the one to the uh, flat five minor. 
in a major key. So like B major to F minor, and that's like oh. Oh wow. God. Yeah, yeah, and then he, then he resolves it back down to the four, so it like goes down by half step to the major chord, like a normal yeah. thing, and the third stays the same, so it voice leads quite nicely. Then he two fives it back into into B, and then he does it again, um, and then it goes bum, ba bum, ba bum, ba bum, 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 So I mean, that's an impressive chord progression. That actually popped up in a Kendrick Lamar song from Super Clever Chords I was listening to and playing on the guitar. There's two guitar parts. I played it on one because I'm cool. Um, <laughs> called uh oh uh is it oh what's it called? No, Sing for me. I'm dying of thirst. That's the song. I had to look that up. Good I've got song. a few more that I've just thought of. And that that has the tritone movement as well. Go go ahead. Copacabana. What by Barry Manilow? Yeah. What? <laughs> Interesting. Elaborate. Have you ever heard anything like it before it? Yes. It's just classic 70s, well, earlier, but, you know, it's classic, like, Vegas horrible casino music, like Viva Las Vegas. By, uh, it's, it's just the whole, a man with a big band singing a dodgy song okay. with some minor seventh chords. That's been about forever. What about, um, what, you, what about Aurora? Now, Aurora's actually interesting. She She definitely... Is quite experimental. I would say she's fairly. I think her she has use of elements. Her use of digital sound is good. Yes, really good. elements of the progressive. Yeah. Oh, I think um, Radiohead. Oh, hugely, massively. I don't think that can really be debated. Same, yeah. Same with like Death Grips and Aphex Twin. Like you really can't disagree with that. If you do, you're wrong. Oh, right, we've been on this this point for a while. Is there a, what's next? Well, we've sort of been through what constitutes progressive music, what doesn't constitute progressive music, and who is slash isn't prog. Drop your hot takes here. And we've had a yeah. number of hot takes. A lot, yeah. I have thought of something, though. What? I know you said maybe we should do, like, a film one. Um, what? You know we said we should do this about film. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. Even about film music. I watched Climax last night. Okay. It's the most. It's the latest uh, Gaspar Noé movie. You might know him from some really good movies like Enter the Void and Irreversible. Um, and like, wow, that's a progressive movie. We want to talk about progressive things that have never been done before. I've never seen a movie anything like that really interesting man it's all about um like a dance troupe i don't want to spoil anything but they basically no, all get drugged and then kill each other it's absolutely depraved but like it's got all the hallmarks of his directing the the long shots the vibrant colors the handheld bits the upside down chaotic bits the yeah, horrible violence but like there was no script like, he yeah. only wrote one line of dialogue. The whole film was improvised in 15 days in an abandoned school in Paris. Like, That's wow. Cool. That was, like, seriously progressive. I was like, I can't think of a movie that doesn't have a script at all. There will be apart, some. Apart from he wrote this one line of dialogue, and then the whole movie... What was that one line? It was great, man. No, oh, right. So he, uh, he wrote this line. Um, Basically, again, weird. There's this initial part where... 
all the dancers are being like interviewed like an audition tape um in the wrong aspect ratio just because he's funny um like, it's really really weird news but and one one of the girls says something about um a girl she used to live with dropped lsd into her eyeballs and that's it because that sets up the ending but i don't want to spoil the ending you don't but but it what? sets it up but then I don't, what I don't get is, did he write it and direct it if he only wrote one line? Okay. The rest was improvised by the actor. He came up with the concept, he hired the people, and he did direct it, and also edited it, which is interesting. Okay. But the guy is known for, like, pretty experimental films. But he's really known for, like, his use of music that's, like, really pounding soundtracks. So I thought it was very clever to make a movie about dancers. Because yeah. there's movie, music on the whole film, apart from a couple of notable moments. It's got the constant pounding soundtrack he's known for, so it's like a really clever way of playing to his own strengths. And I just thought, wow, shit, crikey, what a movie. But it was, it was intense. There's about 40 minutes of improvised dialogue. Um, the end credits start two, two minutes into the movie, which is oh. written... The end credits happen two minutes in. It's really weird. It's super non-linear structure. That's weird. I mean, his movies like Irreversible, which are like backwards, backwards chronology, chronology. But this movie had forty minutes in, right? It had the um, director and casting credits. Two minutes in, it had the end credits. It had these random like uh, title cards every now and then, like a Lars von Trier movie. It was it's just weird. It was really intense. Speaking of. Um... Speaking of dance, John yes. Cage. Oh yeah, absolutely, massively. Think he is hugely. Okay, but I, I would say there are others in that camp, like uh, Henry Cowell, Webern, Bartok, that are also massively progressive. Right, and so honestly, do... I'd, I'd argue Berlioz as much as I don't like his music. I don't know. I would say the way he orchestrated is really unlike how anyone orchestrated at that time. It's completely insane. And the way he wrote, because of the fact that he didn't play piano, was also unlike anyone else at that time. Insane and unidiomatic, but I guess counts. Okay, so what other what uh, what else have we got to talk about? Uh, I don't really think anything, honestly. Um, we haven't mentioned any film composers. I think that could be another episode. That could be another episode. We should do an episode really of composers. Yeah. If we get into it, it's a whole can of worms. It'll take another half hour. You know? Yeah, I don't think we should go into film. I want to have a bit of a, a research of film if I'm going to do it. Excellent. I agree with that. Well, we can sort of research all of them, to be honest. And this takes us to somewhat near to an hour, about uh, 40 minutes, which well, is a good length. That's a good length of podcast. People might actually listen to that for more than five minutes. Um, if you made it to the end, and if I've released this, thank you. I hope you enjoyed. Yeah, Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you? Find something better to do with your life. Is that everything for us, Alfie? Well, they're in quarantine, so people are going to be yeah, really bored. True. They might actually yeah. have a listen, which is fun. I, I think um, an episode on Billie Eilish could be good. So, what, we're going to do an episode on film composers, and we're going to do an episode on Billie Eilish. I think that'll be actually be interesting. I can deal with that. Uh, and I think an episode on 
on Is Abba Good? Is Abba Good? That's a one-minute episode. We both say yes and leave. Yeah. But uh, it would be fun to do a deep dive on ABBA. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think what makes ABBA so good. Yeah, we can we can look at like obscure ABBA tracks. We can run through ABBA albums. We or can the do ABBA, ABBA rankings as well, I think. Or, yeah, big ABBA hits. We can just do deep cuts, hits, everything. We can just go a big old episode on ABBA. That sounds fun. It does sound fun, actually. All right. So is that everything from us? I mean, I can't think really what else. No, I, I would say that is everything. For the first one from us, I think basically the message of the story is: if you call yourself prog and we disagree, you won't be living for much longer. The message of the story is: don't call yourself prog if you're not doing anything original. That being said, you don't have to do anything original. You could just be derivative. I don't mind at all. It doesn't Wait, upset oh, me. Is Arcana original? Oh God, Alfie, don't make me. I don't know if I'd call us prog, but I would say there's a there's a unique sound. Yeah, I I I. Somewhat I think we are absolutely brilliant. Greatest avant-garde folk band of all time. You didn't know me and Alfie are in it. Go and listen to it. That was Bradshaw who said that, I think. Was it? Or some I'm randoms. Sure. Either a random or Bradshaw. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Thank you, everyone, for having a listen. If you had a listen, if I released this, I hope I did. Yeah. I'll probably have a name by the time we do another episode. We might do one a week, or we might do more, because we're in quarantine and bored as hell. Um, yeah. This has been very fun. I enjoy yeah, talking it, about time's it. Time's gone flipping fast, I'll tell you that. I don't know if anyone likes to listen to it, but I really enjoy having these discussions. It's just so exciting and open-ended. Yeah, it is actually interesting. I hope everyone has had a nice listen and will go on to have a nice day. And yeah, uh, have I guess... Enjoy quarantine, losers. Exactly. I will see you all later. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Alfie. Yeah.